Well, good afternoon and welcome to Corporations and Democracy, a program that explores issues of community democracy and what we the people are doing to create sustainable democratic alternatives to corporate control. From the Philo Studio, I'm your host, Linda McClure. Support for Corporations and Democracy come from our conscientious and generous listeners and... Mariposa Market in Willits. October brings the harvest of fall produce. Mariposa Market has local apples, persimmons, winter squash, and pumpkins coming in every day and is providing free hot beverages for firefighters. More info at mariposamarket.com for new for store news, current hours, deli menu, and place curbside orders. Mariposa Market at 707 seven four five nine nine six three zero the views expressed on this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent the opinions of station staff members or board if you call in when the listener phone line is open please be aware this show is recorded and may be accessed at kcyx and z's website archives or played at a later date and hopefully you will be calling in today because this is a listener call-in show The most important election in U.S. history is upon us. We watch with anxiety and fear as one party is intent on voter turnout and the other other party is intent on voter suppression and setting up ways to challenge the election outcome. We watch while a very questionable nominee for the Supreme Court is pushed through the Senate confirmation process while COVID stimulus money for the people is held up. She'll be the fifth vote on the court to nullify the election if it comes to that. Our state and others are still on fire, a situation we're learning to accept as normal in this era as climate change comes home to roost. Our streets are combat zones. Police killings, government troops and military contractors, white supremacy militias, protesters all clashing daily. Then there's the global pandemic with upwards of a quarter million Americans dead and weekly spikes in cases. Unemployment, foreclosures, evictions, isolation, mental health crises. 2020 has been a hell of a year. There's no shortage of topics for this show, Corporations and Democracy. But the more I reviewed the option, the more despondent I felt. While I listened to hours of news every day, for this show, I felt unable to delve into any of it. What I crave is calm, peace of mind, humor, and camaraderie. So so that's the topic of today's show. It's an open listener line at 895-2448, and I'm asking our KZYX community to call in with words of wisdom, with humor, with ways you're surviving and thriving. What have you discovered about yourself? What insights have developed that give you comfort? What lifestyle changes are you pleased with? What's working for you? What comfort can you offer? What suggestions and inspiration to carry us through the next few weeks when we all need to give our very best effort to renew 
democracy. We can't indulge in fear, anxiety, discouragement, and lethargy. Not now. But for this hour, let's spread some healing salve on our collective conscience. Call in at 895-2448 if you would like to offer some of our our uh, friends, your friends and fellow listeners at KZYX, some some things, a little salve for for our soul. And we've got the first call. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hi. Well, I want to call in and say how I've been surviving. I think one of the other things that has happened to many families is the with Trump and everything that's going on, is there's a lot of family members that haven't been speaking to one another, and that includes in my family. So another thing that happened for us is my family, we had to cancel our family reunion this past summer. But, you know, it gave my cousin and I more time to work on our family tree and our family photo book. And so I did that dreaded thing of looking through all my pictures. And in a way, as much as that was a job, it was also healing. Um, I'm retired, and so I have plenty of time on my hands. And so I went through the thousands of pictures that I have, very emotional, but so fun. It brought back such fun memories. Finally, which my immediate family, which is quite large, I finished five pages that included the whole family. And I had a nice picture of them and then a funny picture and then finally a picture. Like one of the pictures, I had my niece Sky Baby, and so she kind of enjoyed that. But anyway, during this division of family, um, I just want to say when I finally sent that sample of finished photos for you know, my family to approve it or to to say, no, not that picture. I was surprised about that family response. It brought our family actually together through the memories of those pictures. And one niece just laughed and thanked me for sharing those special fun memories. So anyway, for me, it just gave me such nice hope that we as a family will once again have many more special memories to make in the future. So thank you, Linda, for putting on this on your show. I'm enjoying, I'll be anxious to hear more healings. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. I know I've uh, I've gotten uh, a uh, photo album. I've, I've gotten some photos um, that um, I've written on the back of them. These are for my children who are, are well into middle age now <laughs> and wrote, what was happening during that time of our life, What, where we lived, what we were doing, just to give them a little history on each of those pictures. Hi there, you're on the air. Thanks for calling. Just to give them a little history on each of those pictures. Whoops, you got your radio on. You can hear yep. me. <laughs> yeah, okay, hang on. <laughs> sure. On each of those pictures. Huh? You got your radio on. You can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, hang on. There's okay. a seven-second delay, so I can hopefully stop in case one of you say one of the seven okay. deadly words. Carvel, I'm here with uh, Carrie Durkee. Oh, good. We wanted hey. to call in and join your show. Oh, fabulous. Oops, sounds like you got disconnected. Um, and I, I I don't think I did it, but please do call back because um, Jim and Carrie, you know, Jim was one of the founders of this show. And uh, he and Carrie, I, I hope they'll talk about this wonderful 
um, class uh, that they've been teaching. We've we've had it on a couple times. Uh, the class, uh, I'll bet with their radio off, they don't realize they can't hear us, so uh, or we can't hear that we were disconnected. So hopefully, Jim and Carrie, when you uh, when you recognize that the phone was disconnected. Hopefully you'll call back in, and, and I'm anxious to hear what you say. These, these two folks are, have done a great deal for this uh, community by charting the sustainable and socially responsible um, um, organizations and businesses around. Hi there, you're on the air. Hi, this is Jim again. Oh, good. Sorry. Yeah, well, we didn't get any of you. We just got the radio turned down, and then the phone went off. So okay. start from the top. Thanks okay. for calling back. Okay, this is Jim Tarbell with Carrie Durkee here. We uh, we have the classes of the Grassroots Institute, and which one of our uh, issues here and one of our goals is to kind of help people deal with their threats and anxieties that are happening now, and instead of just sitting around and stewing, actually uh, giving people ways to be engaged. So uh, we've got a list of some things that maybe people could do, mainly around the election and other things we'd like to talk about, and um, we appreciate you uh, giving everybody the opportunity to talk about these things. It's very important. Great. So, Carrie, you want to talk? Sure. Um, well, after the election, um, on the 4th, there's an opportunity to, to get out and be with other people if things go uh, haywire, which there's a you know, likelihood of that is uh, upon us. So one place to be uh, at that time, I know, in Fort Bragg is at the town hall, 5 o'clock on the 4th. So that'll be a gathering spot if uh, if you want to get out of the house and be with other people of like mind. Five o'clock town hall on, in Fort Bragg on the fourth. And if you want more information about that, you can go to the website called Protect the Results, and it gives uh, it has a map of all the places around the country where people are uh, gathering to protect the results, and then just check into the um, the Mendocino group. And it'll give you more information. Mm-hmm. And um, this Saturday, there's a there's a gathering again at Town Hall in Fort Bragg. The LGBT and the BIPOC group is joining forces and having like a a Pride Black Lives Matter gathering from two o'clock to four o'clock. Now that's that's this week. Saturday, again at uh, <clears throat> at Town Hall, and it's uh, you know supporting progressive change in relationship to uh, these issues. Let's see. Um, another thing you can do is there's a lot of uh, uh, candidates you can support out there, and uh, and one of the candidates uh, groups that we know about is a group called uh, the Progressive. Uh, Democrats, and these are people like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and uh, what they call the squad, and they have a series of candidates they're supporting, and you can go to their website, and uh, they give you the websites of all their candidates, and you can go to, go to those candidates' websites, and there could be volunteer uh, 
possibilities for you there, texting, phoning, and things like that. And Carrie's got some local efforts also. But I think the the name is um, Justice Democrats. Is that Justice correct? Justice Democrats. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Called no. Justice Democrats. <laughs> Good point. That was it. Okay. We'll keep going. Why don't you talk about the local places where people can uh, participate yeah. in okay. all this stuff? The Coast Democrats, um, and I'm sure the Inland uh, Group as well, but I happen to know about the Coast Democrats have opportunities for texting and phone banking, and you can uh, reach them through the website, Coast Democrats. And um, so any, any if you're a lot, I sh- I'm imagining a lot of people have uh, already found their niche, niche in terms of uh, doing this, but if you're still looking, Coast Democrats would be a, a good way to find texting or phone banking. And it's so important that we just keep up the voter turnout efforts till 8 o'clock on election night. Absolutely. So, are there uh, are there other uh, things going on around, or or? Uh, I, I think that's the main things we have. You know, there's just a lot of ways that people can still be involved, and just the importance of voting and and staying engaged in whatever happens in the in the coming time. Tell us, be just, positive and uh, creative and participate. Great. Tell us just a little bit about your class. How is that going this semester? That's certainly an uplifting uh, ray of light. We've had uh, ongoing, you know, we thought it was only going to be a few months uh, until June, and then it's been such an amazing year. There's so much to talk about that we've just carried on. And uh, so we are at least going to have two more classes, and then we'll decide what to do after that, depending on where we're at in the world. But it's been very inspiring. We talk about a lot of stuff about the elections, but also about what's happening here in our community and what's happening in our community around elections and politics. So it's been uh, very interesting. And uh, there was an article in the the real estate magazine uh, about our grassroots institute classes. And you can always go to our website, grassroots-institute.org, and that will give you some more information. Great. Thank you so much for calling in with... um uh, the antidote for uh, what is that? That frustration <laughs> <laughs> for uh, depression is action or something, <laughs> something right. like that. One of those Thank clever you. sayings. Thank you so much, Linda, Thank for you, having Linda. the program. Thank you, Carrie Durkee and okay. Jim Tarbell. Okay. Thanks. Bye bye. See you. Bye. Eight nine five two four four eight. If you have some words of encouragement, inspiration, a poem, a saying. How about uh, John Lewis? I will uh, say a couple by John Lewis to to prime the pump. Eight nine five two four four eight. That wasn't by John Lewis. I want to see young people in America feel the spirit of the nineteen sixties and find a way to get in the way, to find a way to get in trouble, good trouble, necessary trouble. That's. Some quotes that we've we've heard from him, but good trouble, necessary trouble. I love it. And another one from John Lewis. Never give up, never give in, 
Never become hostile. Hate is too big a burden to bear. And um, that's, you know, hate that we hold in us. Those unpleasant feelings that we hold in about other people or, or situations. They really hurt us more than more than anyone else. So um, we'll take John Lewis's words and and say hate is too big a burden to bear. Maya Angelou is, uh, of course, a, a wordsmith of uh, extraordinaire. And so uh, here's something from her: If you are always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. And we have a caller. Hi, caller. You're on the air. Hi there. Um, I want to know if you know the derivation of the word politics. Uh, why don't you tell us? Poly is many, of course, and ticks are bloodsuckers. Uh-huh. <laughs> and also, it's almost a week before Halloween, so I think it's time for some Halloween jokes. Oh, yes. We need Halloween jokes. Who did the ghoul bring to the Halloween party? Mm, I don't know. Anybody he could dig up. Oh. <laughs> Why did the ghost not have a good time at the Halloween party? Oh, I don't know. He had nobody to dance with. Oh. <laughs> Why did the ghoul eat at the cafeteria on Halloween? Um, no, don't know. A, a sign in the window said, children served for, for half price. Ah. <laughs> What what kind of instrument did the skeleton play in the Halloween band? Uh, the bones? No. The trombone. The yeah, trombone. I was close. Who's the most famous French skeleton? Julia Child. Napoleon Bonaparte. Oh, okay. <laughs> what happens when you throw a hand grenade into a French kitchen? Ah, uh, I don't know. Linoleum blown apart. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's the problem with twin witches? Which witch is which? You can't tell which witch is which. <laughs> How does a witch tell time? Uh. She looks at her witch watch. <laughs> of course. What do you call a witch that lives at the beach? A, a sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> Why do ghouls and demons get along so well? Mm, don't know. Demons are a ghoul's best friend. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> okay, I think that's probably enough. Okay, and Have if you evening. liked if you liked the jokes that this fellow told, oh, I was just going to ask him to uh, tell us about he's going to be playing music over in Lake County, and and I recognized his voice and was going to ask him to promo his Lake County gig. Um, maybe he'll want to call back and do that. So, politics. Uh, he had a, a, the, the definition of politics. Uh, Ralph Nader said, turn on to politics, or politics will turn on you. And that's, um, that's for sure. You know, I, I sure understand people wanting to tune out and just go out in nature and look at the trees and forget all about what's happening. But 
we've got this this last stretch to sprint in and uh so let's see if we can think of some other inspirations for voting i'm sure everyone who's listening is going to vote or has already voted um and if you want to call in with how you're getting through this uh what what advice you have what uh how uh you're thriving uh please call in 895-2448 let's see let's go back into some um some history way back uh this is from um uh, well i'll i'll give it and then give the the who said it we do not say that and you can tell how old this is we do not say that a man who takes no interest in politics is a man who minds his own business we say that he has no business here at all uh, that's um, per- Pericles. <laughs> he was an uh, Athenian general known for his oratory and political skill. Here he refers to the Athenian take on political participation. So important was the idea of being involved to the Athenians that our word idiot comes from the Greek term idiotes, meaning private citizen, one who wasn't involved in the public life of politics. Listen to Pericles, don't be an idiot. Um, Here's another by, uh, by Aristotle. If liberty and equality, as is thought by some, are chiefly to be found in democracy, they will be best attained when all persons alike share in the government to the utmost. So Aristotle, as you know, was a Greek philosopher who studied under Plato and wrote on a multitude of topics. He wrote extensively on political philosophy and made a point of categorizing the different forms of governance which were known to the Greek world. So, uh, throughout time, here's something with Plato, and feel free to, oh good, we have a caller. I'd much rather hear your voice than mine. Hi, caller, you're on the air. Oh, hi, Linda, this is Abeha. Hi, Abeha. And, um, hey, I I kind of have a, a slightly different take that I thought I would share of how I'm managing to both stay engaged and take care of myself, which I think is a really tricky balance Mm -hmm. (laughs) these times, you know, because if you watch the news too much or, um, you know, you stay fully engaged without the the self-reflection and self-care part, I've found it really painful for me. So um, I just wanted to turn people on if they're not familiar with the work of Joanna Macy and the work that reconnects. Um, Because Joanna, if you're not familiar with her, I mean, she is an activist and a Buddhist and, you know, very, very involved in political affairs, but she also has a process that she takes people through of starting in gratitude so that you're really sourcing your activism from love and your, you know, and in these times too, just sourcing, engaging in COVID or politics or whatever um, from a place of love and gratitude. And then there's a, a phase of really looking at it, like not turning away, 
really feeling the pain and the sorrow that I think a lot of us are feeling as we look at what's going on in the world right now and really being present for that. Um, and from and it's only from starting with those two things that you can actually, well, I find I can actually um, engage in a really healthy way with what is. Mm-hmm. So, so from there, there's a there's sort of a revisioning of what you're doing and a going forth. And um, I lead people through the spirals online. There's also I'm going to do it in person too, but we call it the spiral of the work that reconnects. And I both lead people through them, and I'm a facilitator. And then I also take classes online, that are, and there's a lot of them offered. So I just wanted to let people know that if that, that process resonates with you or you're curious about it, uh, you can check out worksatreconnects.org, I think it is, and find out classes and events and little talks that are happening that um, I find really help me source my activism. Great. Is there um, anything that sticks out in your mind? Anything that comes to mind? Uh, practice or a thought? Or uh, uh, or did I put you on the spot? Oh. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's fine. Um, you know, it, it's so tricky in these times because of COVID, but there are, um, you know, to do, to do group practices, but... Uh, I think working with with her and some of my other teachers, I have started the practice of not, like when I wake up in the morning, just trying to think about things I'm grateful for before I think about anything else. And, you know, I wake up and I've got to do homeschool and I've got this call I have to make and this meeting I've got to go to and, you know, the animals need this or whatever. And then I'm just like, oh, no, 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 wait. And then I just start, like, being really grateful for for where I am and what I've got and the life I have and, uh, you know, my family and just how incredibly blessed and privileged I am. And then starting from that point, I feel like my day goes much better. Great advice. So offer that. Great. You're, um, you're a healer in so many ways. Mm. Well, thanks. Yeah, thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah, so thanks for the show. It's really great. I'm sure there's a lot of other great things people are doing, but I wanted to point towards the work that reconnects as a as a as a source. Yeah, for, Joanna for Macy. Strength. Yeah, Joanna Macy is a real gift to to all of us. Yeah, yeah wonderful yeah. woman. And the, and I'll just say that the work that Reconnects Network is planning a bunch of two, just two-hour-long, we're calling them mini-spirals for after the election. Because we don't know, and they're all online, and I'll be leading some in English and Spanish, if you know anybody in Spanish who's interested. Uh, and they can be anywhere, because they're online. Um, just to, just to like, help us. We don't know what's going to happen after <laughs> November 4th. But, That's all part of the uh, anxiety we're feeling now. Exactly. But we have a feeling that no matter what happens, we're all going to need to have a little self-care and recalibration time. Yep, yep. Well, thanks so much for calling in, Abeja. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Linda. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, and uh, you too can call in with... um, with a little nourishing thoughts, um, helpful ideas, a little humor, 895-2448. Hi, caller, you're on the air. Hi, Linda. This is Robin. Hi, Robin. Hi. You know, um, one of, 
when my son turned 18, when they became eligible to vote, we started a ritual, a family ritual. And I get all the voting literature and pile it up in the middle of the kitchen table until our mail-in ballots arrive. And then my sons and I sit around the table for as many days as it takes to read through all the propositions and all the candidates. And I don't, I don't ask them how they vote. We just all discuss together all the propositions and what all the other people think about them and why. And it's become a family ritual, and it's very inspiring to vote when you do it as a family ritual. Mm-hmm. So you were asking for ways to find inspiration about voting. Mm-hmm. There's one. And then I want to mention the other thing that always inspires me is the fact that the world went to hell in a handbasket on my watch. Mm-hmm. And I have children who are inheriting this this world. Yep. And so I feel like it happened on my watch, and therefore it's my responsibility to fix it. Long as we're still and kicking, it, huh? And it, it, right. And if not me, then who? And if not now, then when? Yeah. And so I just feel like. I have to do that everything that one little old lady can possibly do to to sway the world back toward justice. Well, never doubt what all a little old lady can do. Uh, I heard that you you are a raging old lady. Aren't I'm you? raging. <laughs> I'm raging. A raging granny. Oh, right, raging grannies. Yeah. I'm not a granny yet. Well, you, you, you're you good at raging, though. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be loving. Uh, well, I want to save humanity for love of all beings. That's why I think it is so important that that we do keep an open, loving heart and not get pulled into the anger and and fury um or at least not stay in it very long um it, it we need to to calm and heal ourselves too and um while we're changing the world <laughs> so, it's an exercise in compassion to love people like uh like our president yeah or any of the previous presidents or like members of uh, the Senate, for instance, right? It's it takes it's a real exercise in compassion to love and forgive. But it's it's good for our soul and it's good for the collective consciousness. And I know I um, sometimes just have to remember how how wounded a child our um, resident in the White House was, and um, yeah. Well, thanks so much for for calling in, Robin, and letting us know about your your great family tradition and uh, that bonding, family bonding time. That's a a good way to get your kids well-steeped in politics, which I know yours are. 
I know this year when we send in our ballots by mail, they're prepaid. But in the past, you know, you had to put a stamp on it, and that was something extremely alien to my children. Mm-hmm. Okay, talk All to you right. later. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Linda. Thank you for calling in. Okay, bye. And I will thank in advance anyone who would like to call in with um, something uplifting, something that will fortify and and inspire our listening audience from our listening audience, 895-2448. Uh, this is Corporations and Democracy, a little different spin on the show as I um, just couldn't couldn't bring myself to do a show on any of the gloom and doom that's out there. I just wanted to hear how people are thriving and and what what's new um, habits you've developed over this time. Um, what what's working for you? What you might suggest to our listeners? Or what uh, what's helpful? What's healing? Hi, you're on the air. Um, this is Catherine. I'm in Willits. Um, I just thought of something. Um, Ar- I believe it was Aristotle that said, happiness depends on ourselves. Uh-huh. I'm to look it up to verify that. <laughs> well, whoever that's said positivity it. positivity for the moment. <laughs> and that's so true that I, I know one of my, my um, uh, practices is when I'm feeling frustrated it's it's typically with someone rather than with a situation uh that i'll Mm -hmm. I'll work myself up into a tizzy um Mm -hmm. and well no that's not true it's often it can be a situation too but i realize that i can't change another person i can sometimes change a situation but i can't change another person's perspective i can't change there are many situations I can't change. All I can change is my perspective. And, That's right. And it makes a difference that one really can think through and look at things from, from other angles and change the way you feel about something. And it's very powerful. It's very empowering to be able to let go and change perspective. Right. And there's probably more than one way to do it. And sometimes just pausing can make you see things in a different direction, you know, different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know sometimes when I have been planning out a conversation I want to have to for, with someone, who, it's going to be a difficult conversation. I'll think what I want to say, then I reverse the roles and imagine if someone were saying that to me, how it would feel. And I... I'll think that I'm being very careful and very mindful and and gentle. And then when I hear it said to me in in, in my mind, it hurts. And I think, oh, gosh, (laughs) that's not what I meant. So Yeah, we have to be be careful. Reflection, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go back to my cooking now. Oh, right. Enjoy (laughs) that. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. So if you want to call in with um, words of wisdom, words of comfort, uh, 895-2448, words of encouragement, here's how about another um, Plato. One of the 
one of the penalties for refusing to participate in politics is that you end up being governed by your inferiors. Hmm, I wonder when that's happened. Here's another, uh, oh, we've got a call. Hi, Collie, you're on the air. Uh, Hi. I want to um, start this off by saying that I'm going on 89 years old. I live in a woodsy part of the county. I have no close friends. Um, I have very few neighbors. Um, and I'm, I've never been happier in my life. Uh-huh. This, <laughs> this sounds like, like I'm disconnected. No. But I'm, I'm actually, I, I have a dog. And that dog gives me great solace in my solitude. But my best solace comes from walking dogs and grooming them at a nearby rescue. And I would say to anyone who is at all interested in walking a mile for their health, this is something that the dogs, those in rescues, spinning in their cages and just looking for a forever home, can really use that friendship, those, those moments of friendship. I, I may walk uh, three or six dogs uh, at a time and groom them, particularly when they're shedding. And it is a wonderful, wonderful experience and something that I'm, I'm, I'm very, very happy with. I've been doing this for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I recommend to anybody who wants to be healthy, live a long, wonderful, uh, peaceful life that... It may be a, a senior citizen living near you that could send a phone call now and then um, or a drop-in and a, and a free lunch. It may be something like that that will make both of you very happy. It, mm-hmm. it may be a dog. It may be a cat. <laughs> it may be a canary. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I have my own sense of serenity and courage and wisdom, all of those things that come with a prayer, mm-hmm. just, just by spending a couple of hours a week. Um, in my case, I, I go about twice a week and uh, walk a dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> watch the happiness Take a few treats with you, uh, you know, a few cookies mm-hmm. to give them, to share with them. And, well, just get on with your life that way by by giving to others, by connecting with whatever others uh, means to you. Great. Great words so, of, of wisdom. That's, that's about all I can share. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> I, I think you're doing a very good thing, and uh, I hope I've, I've helped just a little bit. I'm, so. You have. Thank you so much. And thank you for the show. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye now.
895-2448. And regarding um, the isolation that we feel, here's a couple uh, quotes that, um, that address that issue. This is Oscar Wilde. I think it's very healthy to spend time alone. You need to know how to be alone and not be defined by another person. Here's another one. Without great solitude, no serious work is possible. That's Pablo Picasso. And um, you cannot be lonely if you like the person you're alone with. That's Wayne Dyer. And for your um, words of wisdom, 895-2448. Here's another. Don't think of introversion as something that needs to be cured. Spend your free time the way you like, not the way you think you're supposed to. Susan Cain. We're born alone, we live alone, we die alone. Only through our love and friendship can we create the illusion for the moment that we're not alone. That's Orson Welles. The ingredients of health and long life are, are great temperance, open air, easy labor, and little care. <laughs> Philip Sidney. And here's one that I uh, need to be remembering. To lose patience is to lose the battle. That's Mahatma Gandhi. 895-2448. If you have um, advice for what, what um, soothes your soul, what uh, you've been surprised about this, these months that our lives have been turned upside down and I know it seems like initially the days just sort of f- f- ran together and I thought, well, if I don't get that done today, there's tomorrow and there was nowhere to go and no time to be there and and the days just seem to flow by. Something is, is changing that, that my days of late are just um, one thing after another. It... <laughs> I feel like the day starts, and I try to start it as early as I can, and and then next thing I know, it's getting dark, and I know our days are getting shorter. That does it, but I, I don't know how the days are going by so quickly uh, of late. Um, so tell us how you're filling your days, and and uh, what what's working for you. What what. Uh, habits have you developed that you want to keep in the future? Uh, 895-2448. I uh, have a joke that I (laughs) came up with, um, or that I I read online, of course. Um, So I'm going to not use the candidate's name that... um, that they use because I don't want to talk, I don't want to mention a candidate. But, so, my wife and I went into town and visited a shop. When we came out, there was a cop writing out a parking ticket. We went up to him and said, come on, man, how about giving a senior citizen a break? He ignored us and continued writing the ticket. Oh, hmm, I just realized... (laughs) (laughs) 
there are a few words in this I'm going to have to um, abbreviate. I called him a um, an orifice. He glanced, he glared at me and started writing another ticket for having worn out tires. So surely my wife called him a poop head. <clears throat> He finished the second ticket and put it on the windshield with the first. This went on for about 20 minutes. The more we abused him, the more tickets he wrote. He finally finished, sneered at us, and walked away. Just then our bus arrived and we got on it and went home. We always look for cars with a certain candidate's 2020 stickers. We try to have a little fun each day now that we're retired. It's so important at our age. I like that one. So, um, also, if you need 144 rolls of toilet paper for a 14-day quarantine, you probably should have been seeing a doctor long before COVID-19. Okay, 895-2448. And I know something very important that I want to talk about, and that is our quiet drive. We're in week five. So far, we have $39,494.405 donations. Now, that's invigorating. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more. We've got a caller. Hi, caller. You're on the air. Hi. Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Great. I just wanted to... You're still taking comments about anything inspirational? Yes. Something uplifting. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It should be uplifting anyway about the comment with toilet paper. Um, (laughs) And that relates to excrement. Uh Uh-huh. They do go hand in hand, so to speak. That all human beings and all organisms have. It's a part of the process of life, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So, some people may eliminate more than others. Mm-hmm. So, I think we should just keep the toilet paper out of it. Mm-hmm. Unless there's a lot of juveniles or, you know, other people, individuals who are, like, toilet papering houses or using it um, in a non-economical way. Uh-huh. We should just leave our bio, you know, elimination processes out of it. Uh-huh. That's my personal opinion because, you know, World War II or whatever World War, people stock up on whatever they want, right? Mm-hmm. And there's pica, which I don't know if everybody knows what pica is. There are people who swallow things that are not considered edible, right? Mm-hmm. Like swords and flames? we, as human beings and individuals, to say, let's leave the toilet paper out of it? I think toilet paper is very essential. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I know when I was looking online for various um, things to talk about or or, um, quotes, and that I was absolutely amazed by how many toilet paper jokes are out there i mean i yeah. i agree that that you know it's 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 an interesting phenomenon but but it's um only mildly humorous and yet there's a lot of people who life find it pretty joke. funny <laughs> life you know a lot of people 
think that, you know, racial or, you know, whether it's your elimination is a joke. But life, life can be a joke. It is. It's how you look at it. But I think at this point in juncture, you know, anybody who has half an ounce of sense that is, you know, capable of displaying uh, issue in an appropriate manner would understand that, you know, let's leave toilet paper out of it. I mean, there's humanitarians that are going to third world countries that are building livable homes for people to live in. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about toilet paper? <laughs> is, this, is this for real? Okay, you have people who are buying fingernail polish, uh, lip gloss, mascara. And we're talking about toilet paper. Wow. Are we so far advanced? I mean, seriously, how advanced are we? Well, it, it's sort of a day-to-day thing, I find. <laughs> Some days well, I'm more no, advanced than others. It's not a day-to-day thing because we all know here in this world that you have to think ahead in order to make sure that things are preserved and that every all the wheels are you know, oiled and everything is going according to that needs to for every human being entitled to live, breathe, and live on this face of this universe or planet Earth. So um, it's not a day-to-day thing. You have to look forward. You have to look ahead. You have to plan. Just like in a national disaster. Look at all these fires that are going on. Mother right, Nature but- has a way of talking. There's people who carelessly go out and hunt, game, that drink, but yet they want to uh, accuse other neighbors of doing a debaucherous stuff. Well, yet they'll go out and they'll drink their booze and they'll kill game and they'll right. butcher it like it's nothing. But remember okay? that we're talking of inspiration right now. We're we're looking we're looking at at uh, we we there's no. no shortage of things to bring us down. We're, but we're the, not looking <laughs> at anything. Because what's happening is, is it's right now. There's nothing to look at. What is, is what you feel and what is present. There's nothing to look at. Some people are blind. Okay. We don't look at anything. It's what is, is right now in the here, in the real time. Okay. It's not about look at. Thanks it's so here much. and now. Thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. So, um, want to want to uh, talk a little bit more? Eight nine five two four four eight. Feel free to call in if you uh, have some uplifting, inspirational things to say to our your fellow listeners. Uh, okay, let me pick. A, hi, you're on the air. Inspirational things to say. Hi. Hi. Yes, I just wanted to say three little tidbits. One is when I turned 18 and I couldn't wait, my mother um, taught me how important it was to vote. And so we still talk about that. And we were so excited and just couldn't wait to go to the polls together and, and have our own discussions and opinions on things. And, and that's one thing. And then the second thing is, is what I'm doing for stress relief right now is always the doggies. But then there's this other thing that we decided to do was to take up a community garden, and we really didn't have any gardening experience, and the garden that had been there had been passed on, and no one was there to take it on, so we did, and we just 
sort of fumbled through it and um, without any experience in planting late. And we came up from seed to these be- this beautiful garden, and we were able to provide for the seniors in our community in Willits. And um, it's just so neat to see the people evolve, just like the seeds evolved. And at first, we were all trying to get along and frantically trying to figure everything out and then figuring out whether we were going to have problems with each other or not. And it just, everything just all worked out. Uh-huh. It all worked out beautifully. Yeah. Absolutely beautifully. Oh, that's so um, good. I mean, you know, if some weeks people weren't able to use the food at the senior center, we would sell it in a little farm stand and then take that money and put it back into the garden. And we're already talking about what we're doing, you know, to do the fall planting. And then I learned something about this this stuff called betch. Who would have ever known that word, the mm. E-T-C-H? Uh-huh. Well, that's what you put in the ground <laughs> to uh, replenish. If you're not a farmer, you would never know that, right? (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, just we we learned how to take care of trees from an arborist. We learned all these tips. If you spray neem, you're going to kill the bees. Don't do that. It's just simple soap and water. And if you plant this, you'll want to plant companion plants to go with that. Tomatoes love carrots. And it's just so fun to learn about these things because you never forget. Once you learn it, you'll never forget. And then you can feed your whole community. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, it's just such an extraordinary feeling because we just took uh, the lack of employment and we turned it into another job that we don't have to show up or do anything. We just show up if we want to. There's no weed police. There's no demanding of coming in this day or that day. And it all just worked out without anyone having to be told what to do. Well, that just shows how we people can can be our best. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And I just... I really love the community of Willits, and I just wanted to say that little tidbit. Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Mm, Bye. Hi there, you're on the air. Hi, I'm calling from Fort Bragg, and I was going to just make a little comment about the lady they called in about the toilet paper. Sure. When you made the toilet paper joke? Right. Well, I uh, have been so depressed because I'm slowly dying because of a 33-year-old carpet in the apartment where I'm staying, and I I don't know where else to rent. So I wanted to try and listen to something funny, and when I heard the toilet paper thing, I thought about how much toilet paper I tried to force myself to drive down to Safeway to buy when there was a so-called run on toilet paper. <laughs> no no so pun intended. <laughs> uh, no pun intended to the lady who's listening out there. <laughs> and um, I thought that other joke that you told was funnier, but still, yes. can't we be happy? Because tonight's a debate between you-know-who and you-know-who. Right, yeah. And I'm going to be listening on the radio, and thank God they're not going to have somebody... Uh, interfering with someone else a hundred and something times right they're going to mute the mic what a clever idea i would say to the poor lady that called in about the toilet paper you didn't mean anything bad by the toilet paper joke we need to lighten up otherwise we're all going to croak from stress it, it feels that way sometimes. Yes, it does, and I felt so sorry for you. Oh. Um, but God bless everybody who's listening, and boy, do we ever need Christ to come back and make a new planet. 
I mean, fix this one up and and be our new president forever. (laughs) (laughs) Because otherwise, I'm not going to say anything negative, (laughs) except otherwise. Otherwise, yes, we can all fill in the blank. Thank you so much for your program. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye now. So we're coming up on the end of the show. Um, I I was talking about our quiet drive total and how well we are doing. I'm so proud. 405 people have made donations. And um, let please let us know that you value community radio by becoming a member. You can visit our website, kzyx.org, and use the donate button or send a check to P.O. Box 1 in Philo. Uh, or call us at 895-2324, and hello, you're on the air. I have one last thing by Bonnie Raitt. Okay. It is, it's coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. Uh-huh. Have a good day. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, you're listening to KZYX Philo 90.7 FM, KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM, and K202 um, uh, 88.1 FM in Fort Bragg, Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, listener supported community radio.